of Cadets and Captains to the eighth or ninth wonder of the world. I don't know what number we're on now. <laughs> so we're not making too many new ones. It's M-Class Podcast. <laughs> I think uh, we're on like, was the a... second list of them now, right? There's like the ancient ones and now there's the modern ones. What are the modern ones? Uh, daytime television. <laughs> the band? <laughs> wow, this is we're getting this is wild already. This yeah, is gonna this be a is going to be a, a wild and wacky episode because I'm Jeff. Um, pyramids, Josh. That's the ancient one. The pyramids, pyramids are definitely one of the ancient ones. Like it's the, like the only the one hanging, that's left. The hanging gardens of Babylon before, yeah, like the, all the ancient ones, we obliterated. They're gone. They don't exist anymore. Yeah, the Colossus <laughs> at Rhodes doesn't yeah. exist. Uh, Library of a, Alexandria. Yeah, we burnt that down. Yeah. <laughs> For wars. Because we love yeah, those. It was valuable. It's more valuable to do that. <laughs> uh, M-Class Podcast is a show, believe it or not, about Star Trek, where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, pick it apart, and tell you whether it's Warp 10 Catfish Good or Warp 1 uh, Cochrane Bad. It's opposite. It's the, sort the list of the doesn't opposite. really work when you scrutinize it, so don't. Yeah, it, but it wouldn't make any sense if it was like one was good. That's stupid. <laughs> Nobody ever uses that standard. That's dumb. It's the dumb way to do it. Ten is more than one, obviously. <laughs> Hold up. Let me think about this. <laughs> Ten is more than one by a factor of zero. So, this collection of episodes that we're just smack dab in the middle of is uh, Jeff and Metroid Mike's Horny Jail Collection. Yeah. And uh, this this time around, we're going to be talking TNG's The Naked Now, Season 1, Episode 3. It's Episode 2 on Netflix, which won't matter in two weeks because it's going to be gone from Netflix. Yes. So that's great. I'm sorry uh, if anyone heard Bigfoot smashing up against Gravedigger outside my fucking window. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the animal, not the truck. That was extremely loud, and uh, I thought it was going to knock my house over. So What was it? Was I don't it know. My window, my uh, um, curtains are closed. I don't want anybody to see my gooch. <laughs> Your gooch? <laughs> I don't want anyone to see my tits um i'm posed very specifically while i record it's when you when jeff does the podcast he like like spreads cheeks naked like (laughs) and leans against his desk near the microphone (laughs) just presenting to no one sure i i just twerk ass hard at the window while i'm doing it and then that's why his neighbors chainsaw all the time because they gotta get their frustration out (laughs) their sexual frustration yeah like god damn Jeff Pennington in his sweet butthole. So, <laughs> uh, so last time on M Class podcast, we talked about a little ditty called uh, "The Naked Time," which is an original series episode, and uh, yeah, we, we joked to- throughout that the TNG one is the exact same episode again. Yeah, uh, or at least we thought we were joking. We weren't because it is beat <laughs> for beat, almost we the weren't. same episode again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so like I haven't watched this episode in a really long time because it's bad. It's a bad episode. Spoilers. I I spoilers though. I'd say it's also better than the Naked Time. 
I don't know why I think that. <laughs> um, just because it's I like it's Picard fully more, it's fully more horny than the Naked it's, Time. That's why it's got more horniness in it. It's, it's fully more horned out. Yeah, they're real horny. Everyone's goddamn horny as fuck. They should just have changed this disease to the horny disease. Like, they're not even drunk at this point. They're just horny. And also, who the fuck is that assistant chief engineer guy? Yeah, I don't know. He's really good at playing it like a child in an adult body. He's kind of cute. Like when he sits on the floor and plays like Jenga with the isolinear <laughs> chips. Jenga chips. Hold up, I'm typing a message while I'm recording because I'm very. That's fine. I'm very professional. You're already twerking, so go go do what you gotta do. I need to delete a tweet so I don't get a million fucking responses. Oh, right. did you tweet about something crazy? Did you say, I hate anime? <laughs> I don't hate anime, though. I know. I know you don't. I don't either, but... Well, the thing about anime is that I like the comic versions, the manga, way better. I like to read it. You like to read it yeah, backwards, because you got to yeah. read them backwards. It's forwards for them. It makes sense to, to read a book that way, honestly. Like... For, I guess, right-handed people? I don't know. Left-handed? Does it matter? <laughs> so the naked now is the naked time again. To the point where it's literally... They gave story by credit to the guy who wrote the naked na time. The t TOS... We're going to call it the TOS yeah. episode and the TNG yeah. episode. This is going to get extremely confused. <laughs> they gave story by John D.F. Black, who is the guy who wrote the TOS version... And J. Michael Bingham, who is actually not a real person. It's a name that DC Fontana used when she wrote things that she was uh, extremely not proud of. Is DC Fontana the horny one? For no. The horny... Why do I always think that? Is it because they're both women and um, they're being sexist? Probably. Oh, you were thinking about the writer who wrote about the... Uh, she wrote the episode of TNG about the non-white guy who forces a white woman to be his wife at combat and then w yeah. wrote the same thing on Stargate SG-1. Yeah, she's like really, really into that. Fully <laughs> horned up. I think it is because they're both women and you're just a big old sex. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Shit. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> DC Fontana um, wrote on TOS, uh, the animated series, Next Gen, and Deep Space Nine. She's one of the only writers to ever do that. She wrote on T.O., uh, the animated series? That's cool. Yeah, she wrote the episode Yesteryear, which we did for the show. It's the one with the Spock Scooby-Doo say-a-lot. Yeah, he goes back in time and he talks to himself, and that's okay to do, I guess. Yeah, that's fully cool. Don't worry yeah. about it. And he's like, Uncle Spock! Uh, like, DC Fontana passed away in 2019. R.I.P. Uh, I, think, I think I remember when that happened. I, I think, think we might I have talked about too. it. Yeah. But um That's a cool name, DC Fontana. Yeah, it is a cool name. Sound like a detective. She wrote the original um teleplay for this episode, but it was like extremely heavily rewritten by Roddenberry. Is that what we got? Because yeah. let me tell you, it wasn't extremely heavily rewritten enough. No. <laughs> well, DC Fontana's known for doing serviceable to great episodes. Yeah, then Roddenberry was like, but what if? <laughs> what if everyone's real horny? What if we just do this episode again? So, like, 
I was thinking about this, right? Like, back in 87, like, you could kind of get away with this a little more. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, like, there was a legion of people who were watching this on television who had, like, never seen TOS. Yeah, and it also is And there was no way to see TOS. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also a little bit fan servicey for the people who are in the know, right? So it, I kind of feel like that's, like, kind of the blueprint for now. Star Trek is, like... Well, they did it early on in T- TNG, right? Where they were just, like, basically, like, ripping off Star Trek from itself. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, like, the first couple seasons of TNG are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. There, there's literally a genuine handful of episodes of yeah. the first two seasons that are good. And all the rest of them are quite bad. Maybe I'm just, like, overthinking it, probably, or filling in the blanks here, but it, it just feels like kind of, like, everyone's real okay with Star Trek now just being like, well, we'll just, like, do what they did in early TNG and just fucking fan service jack off the fanboys, <laughs> you know? There's uh, a lot of that. There's a, like, I watched a little bit of the first episode of Picard Season 2, and it was just like, oh, remember, this? remember this? Remember this? Remember this? God. <laughs> I do. The pre it's the sequel trilogy, Star Wars. Yep, I got we got it. We got it. I saw the first shot of Obi Wan from his Obi Wan series. Oh, there's a first shot? Yeah, he looks uh like a dude who's living on a uh desert planet by himself. Does he have a like a slick back hair? Yeah. Is why what's he doing with his hair? What's that? It's voodoo hide, I believe. <laughs> Uh, this, this episode was directed by Paul Lynch, David Lynch's older brother. And Is that true? No. <laughs> Paul Lynch was apparently an Englishman. Oh, and he, David Lynch isn't. He talks like this. What the hell? What the hell? You're going to watch it on your fucking phone? <laughs> David's comment. I will not be silenced. Now he's just Reese's. He's he, well. There's a there's A to B with these two voices, right? They're real I mean, close. Yeah, they're real, real close. What the hell? <laughs> I, lo- I, I love David Lynch's voice very much. <laughs> <laughs> he's like his movies, hard to listen to. Aw, aw. <laughs> nah, I like I, David Lynch. I don't hate David. I actually like David Lynch. <laughs> uh, I'm not a David Lynch fanboy like a lot of people are. No, I, no, I like no. his movies. All right. Um, but Paul Lynch was a blustery, red-faced Englishman who directed ten episodes of Star Trek. Paul Lynch, way to go, bud. Including, uh, Q-less, the Deep Space Nine episode where, uh, Cisco punches Q in the face. That's a good one. He hit me. Picard never hit me. <laughs> I'm not Picard. <laughs> <laughs> You should have hit him again for calling him Picard. We it's true. Picard was, like, his most hated enemy at that point. Yeah, it's pretty tense when they, like, get into that office meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the most Star Trek sentence I've ever it's said. It's real tense when they get into the office meeting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. How come more people don't like Star Trek? I don't know. It's It's kind of a hard sell when you describe it. Yeah. That's a hard, that's tough. I'm looking at Obi-Wan. We're just all over the place. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the show. He, uh, he looks pretty bad. 
<laughs> well, I mean, he looks like shit's been going wrong, which is true. <laughs> yeah, but what's with the hair? Uh, I don't know. It's don't I think have... it's like a Attack of the Clones kind of thing where he had that yeah. kind of hair. Yeah, I, I always thought back. he looked way better in Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah, with the short. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. Who, who the fuck is the soy the Soilkovsky named after? The, it doesn't what? tell the me. ship. Yeah. Oh, just somebody. Just probably like a. Maybe like an old captain of some kind oh, okay. of... Okay, the, the Soyokovsky was named after Earth scientist Konstantin Soyokovsky, whose work formed much of the theoretical basis for the world's early exploration of space. There you go. Okay. Okay, because I knew it was based on a real person. I didn't know that. How interesting. How interesting. Hmm. <laughs> There's a real Wikipedia article for Soyokovsky. Soilkovsky? Yeah, not Tchaikovsky. Soilkovsky. I don't I'm not into Tchaikovsky. You more of more of a rollover Beethoven kind of guy? <laughs> roll over Beethoven. Fucking <laughs> Wow. Roll over, roll over, roll over. <laughs> I'm more of a rock me Amadeus kind of guy, personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah rock me Amadeus is good. Can you rock me, baby, baby, do? <laughs> okay, so the Enterprise is... Uh, they've been sent out to find the SS Soyokovsky. Yeah, did it get lost or something? I don't know. Uh, it, was a, it was supposed to be observing a red supergiant star that was collapsing. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Yeah, this sounds familiar. Um, it's not a planet, though. No. The, the, That's the star. Different. A, a planet different. collapsing doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense, but no. a star does, so... Yeah, star makes more sense. Until later, when the, the thing that happens doesn't make any sense. True. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> they haven't, like, reported in in, like, weeks or whatever. And uh, the Enterprise, like, fl- flies on up and hails them, and a lady calls up and she's like, Hey, Enterprise, hope you got a lot of hard dicks, because I want them. <laughs> She's like, leave the condoms in the replicator, because we're going bareback. And huh? Data's mouth is agape during all this. Yeah, yeah, Data's real emotional in this one. This yeah. is early Data, so he doesn't really know how to be Data yet. But um, <laughs> they, the, they open the door to space, and everybody fucking dies. They all get blown out into space and die immediately. Yeah. While they're on the phone. (laughs) On the phone. On the telephone. Hold on, it's stuffy in here. I gotta open a window. And Data's like, that's impossible! And Picard's like, yeah, what is? Data's like, oh, they just opened an emergency hatch and all got blown out into space. And Captain Picard's like, are you sure? And Data just looks at him and he goes, "Ah, of course you're sure. Yeah, they're really hitting this data as a robot thing. Because he's not acting like one. You gotta he tell sure people. Isn't. He sure isn't. Especially Here's the thing about later. this episode. <laughs> yeah? Uh, well, a lot of uh, robots act like Data did later. Really, when you think about it. Yeah, there's all <laughs> kinds of robot fucking. What's up with that? Um, I don't know. Robots don't get tired. 
That's true. Robots can be hot, I guess. I don't know. People wanted to fuck that Lost in Space robot when that show came back. Oh, God, you're right, yeah. Remember that? Remember that I shit? I do remember People were, that. They were horny as fuck for that thing, and it was like, what the fuck is The, the robot deal? just had, like, a light for a face. <laughs> yeah, it just was, like, kind of buff, but, like, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> didn't even have a dick or anything. It could have if it wanted, I guess. Maybe. Anything could be it a dick. shapeshifted, if I remember. Oh, does did it? Does did it? I don't... I, dude, that show's... I stopped watching I, it. Yeah, I watched about six episodes of that, and I, I gave it, like, a, the old fucking college try, and I just couldn't yeah. hang on. I finished the first season, and then I didn't care anymore, but... Yeah. Uh, also, why does that show get to stay on Netflix? I was like, what, where's Joey from Friends? <laughs> Dude, that movie's great. I actually do like that movie. <laughs> we should watch that. We should. Well, we gotta that. watch um, the Mummy next. That's ah, the Mummy. Although I did a poll, it was like, do you listen to Jeff and Josh talk over movies? And like, uh, well over half the people were like, no, but I'd like to, or no, but I have no interest. <laughs> if you would like to go do it, that's costs that's money. <laughs> oh, that's right, it does. Um, oh well, it's fun watching movies with my friend. That's all I really care about, <laughs> and the mummy rules. So here's here's the thing about we made fun of the TOS version of this episode because old dipshit took his glove off and touched on his face. Yeah, uh, they beam over to the ship with absolute zero protective gear, none. I guess they assume that the transporter will just save them. I don't know. Right? Uh, hopefully there's no flesh-eating bacteria over there or Necrotizing anything. fasciitis. Um, <laughs> Jordy just catches a lady who falls out of the shower wearing clothes? <laughs> oh, that's that reference, right? I also, forgot about the, all this. Also, the floor is covered in Nickelodeon toys, <laughs> which is confusing. <laughs> And it's uh, covered in cocaine, I think. I think it's supposed to be frost, but, like, why Why would there be frost? The, in, the, it's because it was in the first episode. Oh, that's that's right. They're You're like, right. somebody's been messing with environmental controls. They've turned it onto Arctic, which apparently you can fucking do. Yeah, you could just be like, computer, uh, absolute zero. <laughs> and computer's like... <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> That's what you really want. Suspending all matter. <laughs> it's uh, it's because it was cold on the planet in the first episode. They had frozen yeah. to death because they like opened the windows and shit. Yeah. Now it's the ship, so it's still that way. Because remember the first one. I I mean I remember it. We did it like last week. Yeah. It wasn't too long ago. <laughs> I remember some of it. Thank God this episode exists so I can remember more. You remember everything, because it's beat for beat, almost the same episode, except hornier. And there's worse parts of it, because Wesley Crusher is the annoying Irish kid. It's true. At least he doesn't sing. No, but his voice makes me want to (laughs) fight. If I had to rewatch one of these episodes, I would probably rewatch The Naked Now uh, that dude's yeah. singing really fucked me up. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, no, this I think this one's a little better. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I I think just because the, um, I don't know, the show's just better. It's just a better show. Yeah, the, even that's probably you know true. what I mean. I don't know. They um, 
they like turn on the feed to the ship, which is apparently in a hallway. You can just walk up to it and turn on the <laughs> bridge feed. <laughs> and the hatch was blown, and Riker's like, oh, they were all sucked out into space. And Data's like, uh, blown out. Yeah, he and says they Riker were... Goes, is, Riker should have been like, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, right? I'd have been like, you know what, Data? You know what humans don't like? Being a grammar Nazi. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a very human <laughs> thing to do, though. <laughs> it actually is, yeah. Uh, LaForge yeah. walks into a frozen room and it's just full of naked people who are all frozen. None of them are like touching each other or they're all sitting on different couches because it's, yeah, they... it's a show from 1987. Yeah, if it would have been like me, I would have had like like somebody froze on to like a dick just sucking it froze on there. Yeah. That's how I would have done it. Uh, and like. Frozen just, just somebody like sitting on one and just skiing yeah. with two others on the side. <laughs> just frozen. Just fucking froze yeah. like that forever. But uh, the real kicker isn't all the naked people sitting on different furniture. It's that he opens the shower up and there's a lady wearing her clothes. And she falls out and her eyes are black or something. He like know. catches her and then drops her on the ground like nice and easy. And the actress doesn't know how to move, so she just keeps her leg up in the air. <laughs> yeah, she's frozen solid. And uh, it's like, there's a considerable effort to keep your leg in that position for the whole rest of the scene, so it's just sort of wobbling a little the whole time. What's, what's crazy is they cut back to it just randomly throughout the episode, and she's still there. <laughs> fucking, why did they do that? It seemed uh, extremely mean to that extra, but whatever. That actor is just like... Help! And, like, and DC Fontana, whoever the director is, is like, uh, go with it. Konstantin Soyolkovsky was the director. <laughs> Konstantin Soyolkovsky. Uh, but Jordy rubs his hands together because it's the same fucking episode. And then uh, Riker's like, everybody's dead. And Picard's <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, everybody's dead. Yeah. And it's like the beginning like, of Red Dwarf. You ever watch that? No. I never watched Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf is fucking great. Like, l like the main dude, Lister, is, like, talking to the computer, and he's like, where, where is everybody? And they're like, he's like, everyone's dead, Dave. <laughs> and he's like, what about my mate Ringo? Everyone's dead, Dave. What, what, what about the captain? Dead. He's dead, Dave. Everyone's dead, Dave. <laughs> oh, I just say jokes from other things on this show. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> but like 80 people are dead. They all froze to death or got blown out. At least they died just coming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not really. They're all on different couches. So. Oh, well, maybe that's like how they do it in the future. It was it was every mom's favorite boy-girl party in there. <laughs> Everyone was on different couches, and they were all just chilling. Fucking Love Hurts from Nazareth is playing. <laughs> no, Nobody's talking. It's just awkward as fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, over in Sick Bay. Dr. Crusher and Troy are looking at some tricorder readings. Figure out what happened to these people in the Soyokovsky. They don't know. They don't. They didn't watch TOS. They don't yeah. know. Picard's like, what the fuck's up? And they're like, I don't know. We're not nerd-ass nerds, so we didn't watch TOS. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. 
I don't even know what those words mean that I just said. Picard's like, could it have been madness, hysteria, delusion? And Troy's like, could be. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) Can't read a dead person, Captain. As we learn later, thanks to bad writing, I can't do my job without my powers. I'm like a full psychopath without them, so. Yeah, she turns full. Dude, she always is turning full psychopath. This just some just some dudes in the writing room being like, I don't know, she gets hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, what women therapy? do, right? What? Are- <laughs> Yo, that therapy bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> uh, Crusher gives some medical scans to everybody to figure out. Uh, well, they go through full deca- decontamination, and they're like, "Well, we're probably fine." Yeah, except for not, because then Jordy's like, I'm a butthole now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we didn't learn anything in a hundred years, right? Like yeah. We're still just like, oh, the, de- the decontamination just takes it all away. It, it can only take away what we program into it, but we'll be fine. What? Sorry, I'm yawning because I'm very tired. What? Where, how did the virus, or whatever it is, how did it get here? <laughs> Like, how did it get onto the soil Kofsky? Uh, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay, doesn't matter. Stop asking perfectly logical questions. Because they're in a spaceship. Sure. In the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> Presumably. Also, the the origin planet of this virus uh, imploded. Does not exist anymore. Does it happen when things implode? Is it just some sort of implosion sickness? I mean, maybe. Because the red giant is going to implode or something. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the inference from this? Is that what they're like trying to get across? Is I, like, if shit implodes, you get horny disease? I don't know. I mean, that it's the only... It's it's correlation, you know? It's, co- it's correlative. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe. She's, Dr. Crusher scans data, and she's like, your overall condition is so perfect, you need to be written up in the Starfleet medical textbook. And Data's like, already was, bitch. Yeah, fucking bitch. I'm the coolest. Yo, that medical bitch is crazy. <laughs> she got hysteria. That's what these <laughs> bitches always get. She gonna fuck the captain. Uh... <laughs> We're not anywhere near it, but I love, like, the weird-ass fucking, like, sound effect Picard makes to try and turn his horniness off. (laughs) Yo, we can talk about that sound effect the whole episode. (laughs) Dude, I I literally rewound Netflix. Rewound. I went back Netflix, and I was like, what the hell was that? (laughs) Yeah, that was an acting decision, all right, right there. He was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, he becomes a like a bejowled like old timey <laughs> villain for like two seconds. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sound to turn your horniness off. That's the that's a that's life how hack. I do it. That's how I do it. Um, so they check out Jordy, and Jordy's like, hey, how about you suck my balls? And they're like, jeez, Jordy, what are you talking about? And he's like, and he's ah, like, I'm just joking. Just kidding. And everyone's like, ha, 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 we don't have jokes in the 24th century. <laughs> and they're like, why are you sweating? 
He's like, because it's so fucking hot in here. Doesn't he say, like, maybe she turned up the environmental controls? It's like, damn, dude. He's mad. Fuck are you. Fuck, R- dude. Riker's like, it doesn't sound like you. And Jordy's like, maybe she threw her voice. <laughs> and they're all like, what? What? Because <laughs> that's the correct response to that. Yeah. What? He's like, ah, it's just a joke. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my quarters and jerk off now. I'm real horned up. First, I'm going to go visit a child friend of mine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. That didn't come out right. It's like, we're going to confine Jordy to sick bay after what he just fucking said to me. Uh, That's right. That's right. They lock him up. Got to the... keep him away from my son after what he just said. <laughs> Jordy, come on, man. Jordy, Jesus. <laughs> Riker comes up to Data, and he's like, Hey, Data, uh, I have vague memories of reading something about a person who was taking a shower fully clothed. Can you believe it? <laughs> Which is the most insane thing I've ever read I in my life. I couldn't even imagine that shit. That's, That's some Hellraiser shit to me. <laughs> that is like the ending of Event Horizon. What the fuck? Who would do such a thing? <laughs> Fucked up, man. But, um... He's he's like it should be easy for data to find the information since you're so you've been written up on all those biomechanical text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be easy for a computer to look up something on a computer. <laughs> How come data doesn't just automatically have access to everything that's on the computers? Dude, all day long. Like here's the thing, since like we live in a world with like smartphones and shit and we do yeah. this anyway, all day long on on a fucking starship, I'd be like, "Computer, do my job for me," <laughs> <laughs> and it would, because that's what it does. Hey, they have computer, it set to tell uh, you to fuck off when you do that. <laughs> computer, check check for these things, and then it would do that in like a, a fraction of a second because it's like seventy billion gigaquad RAM. You know what I mean? Not in like TNG, it, baby. You ask the no, computer something and it goes beep 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 processing. Processing. Right, because in the eighties it would do that, but even yeah. now it's like no, it doesn't do that. Like, no, it just it it looks it up for you. Yeah. Google has that timer. It's like it took point zero 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 one millisecond for this fucking search. They don't. Know. Uh, they, have, they have like a little conversation about Crusher thinking that Data was boasting, but he's not boasting because he can't because he's a robot. Don't they say? Doesn't Riker say like that's pretty human if you were boasting? Doesn't yeah. he say that? And Data says, "Uh, thanks. I'm gonna get a boner later, which is superhuman, and it's gonna we're gonna show it." <laughs> Wouldn't that have been wild if, like, he pulled his pants down and there was just, like, a just a smooth penis shape that didn't have the head or anything? It's just, like, a regular, like, vibrator shape. Yeah, just, like, a nondescript dildo. Yeah. And it had, like, a plug-in that he could just, like, twist it and pull it out and, like, put a different one. <laughs> yeah, he should have done that. He should have, yeah, should have just done that. You can, I don't think you could show that in 1987 TV. No, maybe not, but... Maybe on MTV at like this point, MTV was showing tits. So, oh wow, I missed that. You were too young. <laughs> You're only three years older than me. You were just a babe. You don't know what it was like before the war. That's true. <laughs> I was alive before the war. I was just mostly watching Power Rangers. I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, I miss Power Rangers, the good Power Rangers. Yeah, well, don't let don't let Billy Kumo hear you say that. <laughs> Why is he gonna talk to me about Power Rangers? I love Power Rangers. I guess that's not much of a of a, a punishment. I have to talk the, about something you like. I got the figs, baby. I got the Red Ranger and the Green Ranger and the Blue Ranger. Can't find your, that. Who was your favorite Ranger? Who do you think? Gotta oh, be green. A, you would think Green, right? It was Red. Red was my favorite until Green showed up, and then also again when Green became white. I didn't like when he became the White Ranger. I, didn't I thought either. it was lame. He, he went from being kind of like a Raphael type of guy to being yeah. like just like a weenie. Just like a goody two shoes weenie. Yeah, and his fucking suit wasn't as cool. The Green no. Ranger outfit is fucking amazing. Like, like I'll, it's I, cool I can't as fuck. Recommend the uh, Japanese version of that season anymore. It's so good. Like, the Power Rangers aren't like five random teenagers. They're like prehistoric humanoids from a society before mankind existed. So teenagers, am I right? And they're, they're part dinosaur. Like each of their they're a what? champion. Like each of them is a champion from a different tribe of humanoids that are offspring of a different type of dinosaur. Yeah, I can see why this didn't fly in America. This is and wild. They uh, they all have these like really cool ass like ancient society outfits. They just wear around all the time. They're way cooler than the Power Rangers suits. The Power Rangers hang out at fucking the juice bar. What was his name? What was the guy's name? Ernie. Ernie. I was gonna call him Larry. Why did that stick in my head for thirty years? Why I do can, I, dude? Was Ernie related to Bulk? They looked similar. They did look similar, but uh, I don't think so. You was know, Bulk Ernie? and Skull was still in, or like still in that show sometimes. That's amazing. They still show up sometimes, and I guess bully teenagers, even though they're like fifty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing these days. They're just criminals now. They're just yeah. straight up criminals. They're just they're just bully high school bullies, but they're in their fifties. I think they don't have jobs. They just hang out outside the juice bar, or they're cops. You know, that's fully bullies that, become cops. Yeah, that's that's true. exactly what they would do. Um, if you're a cop, fuck you. But we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and we're gonna be right back after this commercial break. Fuck you, cops. A cab. After these messages, we'll be right back. You've seen the hit Fox series Cops, but you've never seen Cops like this. Call now and order Cops Too Hot for TV. What the censors would not let you see. The explosive video with the most shocking footage ever recorded for Cops. From the wacky to the wild. Out. It's uncut. Welcome back from those messages for you guys. 
It was a total of maybe two or three minutes. For us, this is an hour and a half later. Yeah, we ran into some, well, me ran into some problems. We're a team, so we ran into some technical difficulties. Yeah, we recorded, like, the whole show. and uh, Yeah, we had one more part left to get through. Yeah, now we have, now we're back here. It's like time travel. <laughs> yeah, we time travel back to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Fuck my life. Don't ever upgrade your computer. It's, uh, it sucks. It, everything sucks. <laughs> Well, we get a second chance to make the same jokes and fake laugh about it. So, yay! <laughs> hopefully, we could try and make new jokes in real life. Where, where were we? I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, we had just uh, talked about Power Rangers for oh, yeah. twenty minutes after um, Data Riker first asks Data to look up uh, the history-defying person taking a shower fully clothed only happened that's, twice that's in right. the history of mankind <laughs> that's right and he's like data can do it because he's a computer that's yes. right uh <laughs> crusher's still doing tests on the forge at this point oh my god we're way back here oh this is god. when she walks out she's like oh i gotta go check my readings and jory just sits up takes his badge off and leaves he just, he just walks, walks out. right the fuck out yeah, and we were like, why why did that that be allowed to happen? <laughs> Seems like, like, like Josh came up with a great idea, a force field that like if you've been tagged as quarantine won't let you yeah. through. I came up with a secondary great technological idea, a guy who'll stop you. <laughs> probably like you can't leave. <laughs> probably like the easier way is your way. Like Yeah. Like a dude is just like standing out there, like maybe a security yeah. guy. Yeah, maybe they're called something like a guard or something. And he's like, hey, you can't leave. Go back in. Yeah. But none of that. Oh, he just leaves. No. He takes his badge off. He could be anywhere. It's true. They don't have the ability to find anyone who isn't wearing a badge. We learned that many a time in Star yeah, Trek. They can find like a single-celled organism on like a Class D moon, but not Jordy. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Crusher comes back in and she's like, "Oh my God, he's gone!" <laughs> she's like, "Red alert, shields up!" And she, she calls the bridge and they don't give a fuck. Tasha's just like, "All right, well, teams, go look for Jordy LaForge." And Picard's like, "Hmm, how about a ship-wide search this time?" <laughs> and the security guys roll their eyes. Like, <laughs> we were just gonna search kind of like the floor around sick bay and then go have. A lunch. This thing is huge. It's going to take forever to find this idiot. Uh, it's like a city. It's like the size of a goddamn city. And they're like, find this one guy. Yeah, run around. Look for him. He could be in a Jeffrey's Tubes, man. He could be yeah. in Holodeck 3 getting his J.O. on. Find this nerd on the ship. <laughs> find this blind nerd. And where they where they should have searched is in the other biggest nerd's quarters. <laughs> Because he goes straight to Wesley yeah. Crusher's quarters. Wesley Crusher's like, here's my typewriter with a light on it. Yeah. And they, he yep. shoots a tractor beam, and I'm the coolest. And Jordy's like, you are. You're not a self-insert for Roddenberry at all. You're the coolest guy. You're, yeah, you're definitely <laughs> super cool, and I, everyone's going to love you. Yeah, you're probably going to be the favorite character, I imagine. I would imagine every boy in America would love you. And he's like, ah, oh, I can't get on the bridge. Picard doesn't love me. 
I know everything about everything ever, and I'm the best, but Picard won't let me get on the bridge and fuck um, everything up for everyone. Yeah, so I, that's when he shows him his talk boy, he which he reinvents. Talk boy, baby. <laughs> Think about in 87, though, like, the idea that you could, like, make so now it's like we do it like not only do we do what he does now but we do it for entertainment like yeah luke skywalker in mandalorian and everybody right like it's not just their voice it's their fucking face dude yeah, we deep fake people yeah for fun now yeah like if you're a horny fucking weirdo you can put anyone's face on a porn star now and yeah and crank it to it you can just do whatever you need to yeah i don't like I think that's a that's a bad idea. Yeah, I would disagree with that <laughs> this, personally. This is a, this is a, do it. It's a bad idea to do it. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he has like a little cube, and it's like I'm Picard. I love being spanked. And Jordy's like, ha ha ha. Good thing you're on Picard's side. You know, Wesley, a little bit of foreshadowing. Wesley, you're my new number one. Wesley, when I look at you, it makes me want to number three. <laughs> Your mother is hot. Wait. Wait. I don't want to say that. What the I hell? made you program me saying this. Why am I making me say this? <laughs> and uh, we cut to Jordy in the observation lounge. He's, uh, well, f- first off, he fucking dips, right? He's like, cool job, Wesley. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I guess he just has to show up because you need to see that he made the talk boy. Which, yeah. like, why doesn't he just play with the talk boy in the beginning of the episode? No. Nah. Like but but you need to show the force field maker, but why doesn't he just make a you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> why doesn't he just turn the force fields yeah. on that are already there and like yeah. reprogram them? You get the I, same shit. But we have to know that Wesley is the smartest boy who ever lived. He's a genius. Why don't you just see it in your head? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this didn't make me hate your character or anything. So yeah, I totally think you're cool. Except no, I don't. Jordy does until he ditches him. Hard. Well, he hates him later. He almost fights him in the one episode. That's true. They hate each other. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but like Tasha Yar, head of security, finds uh, Jordy hanging out in the observation lounge, and he's like, "Please help me to stop to not give in to the wild behavior in my mind." Yeah. And then he talks about seeing rainbows. She's like, how can I help? Apparently the wild behavior in his mind was to be really sad about not being able to see normally. I like how Jordy's like the only person on the ship who's like depressed drunk. Yeah, everybody <laughs> else is horn drunk. And yeah. He's depressed drunk. There's a killer party going on and Jordy's in the bathroom crying about his eyes and his yeah. ex-girlfriends and shit. And it's sad as fuck. He's like, just just text Leia Brahms for me. Just text her. <laughs> just text Tell her. her. I miss her, please. T- you'd use my phone. Just text her. Um, <laughs> and like any friend at the party, Tajiar is like, uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Let's get you to sick bay. <laughs> One time, uh, <laughs> there was a girl who my, my then girlfriend's roommate was over at my house for a party and she did this she was like in the bathroom and puking and like crying and she's like call call my ex call my so i grabbed i was like okay fine and i took her phone and i was like it's ringing (laughs) but i didn't call the phone 
<laughs> I didn't call. And then uh, I was like, oh, he's not answering. And she's like, oh. Oh, you made it a hundred times worse, you monster. Dude, it would have been worse if I called him, man. It was like two in the morning, man. It's true. It would have been. It definitely would have been worse if he if you yeah. called and he answered. Hey, uh, I'm with your ex girlfriend and she's wasted and she wanted me to call you. What the fuck was I gonna say? Right? Like she's what? like absolutely tore up from the floor up and she's just <laughs> vomiting her insides out and she wanted me to call you and will you take her back? Do you, <laughs> you want to talk to her? Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Um, uh, Jordy gets back on the bio bed. And he's like, oh, it's so hot. So hot. Yeah. I think we talked about how he had horny writhing going on. Yeah, he was full on horn writhing. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean. Like, when you get too bonered up and you can't help it. Yeah, you just gotta writhe it out. But uh, I do love that Tasha Yar is, like, kind of affected by this. And she's like, uh, Captain, like, he was... Jordy was, like, expressing about how he just wanted normal vision. And it was, like, haunting him. And Picard's like, okay. <laughs> he just leaves. It is okay. And uh, Tasha Yar, of course, wipes her forehead. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sweaty. It's so hot." Because it's the same fucking episode again. Yep. And she's like, "Maybe it's time for makeovers." Because <laughs> I'm a girl character. It's 1987. Oh yeah, time to try on some dresses. Makeovers. <laughs> I don't think she does that yet. I don't know. Uh, Dude, I don't we're, even remember. We're real out of joint with where we're at in the episode right now, so yeah. bear with us a little bit. Yeah, ca- catastrophic failure occurred, so that's cool. Crusher's <laughs> equipment can't detect elevated temperature in Jordy. Mm-hmm. But he is sweating like a whore in church. Oh yeah. He is just, somebody has misted him up hard between scenes to make him look real sweaty. (laughs) And Picard is like, you know, I'm kind of worried about the spread of this infection. And Crusher, uh, being a woman of science, says, you have nothing to worry about. Our decontamination procedures are foolproof. Yeah. And I mentioned in the lost footage... The lost the Spock in the previous episode uh, is straight up like, you know, we can only program so much into the decontamination procedures. Like, if we don't put the information in, it gets passed. Because it's yeah. a computer. It only knows what we do, what we put into it. Uh, in the in the hundred years later, we've learned to fully trust computers and never think outside of the parameters. Yeah. That we give that's, them. That's what I was saying. Do my job. Just fucking do my job for me. Uh, I, I believe all that was lost. <laughs> this is what you get for trusting computers. It's true. We trusted you, computers and look where we're at. Look where we're at. Now we're doing this again. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Troy, Troy can only sense confusion and a, sort of an intoxication feeling, but there's no drugs or hallucinogens in Jordy's body because he's straight edge. Yeah, he's got... Uh, XX Jordy XX tattooed on his butt. He also <laughs> loves Newfound Glory. <laughs> Dude, who doesn't love Newfound Glory? You know they're still around, and you know what? Their shit's still pretty good. Really? I didn't yeah. know any of this. They're they're like my age, and like they're still so going. old. So very old. very old. Very old. Decrepit. Basically dead. One foot in the grave. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I I think. 
it, me saying I'm three years younger than you survived. So uh, well, I guess people hopefully, know. <laughs> hopefully. People know I'm just as close to the grave. Hopefully something from the before times exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back on the bridge, uh, Riker's still having data search for the craziest shit that ever happened in Google search. Uh, <laughs> somebody taking a shower with their clothes on. <laughs> and because the episode needs to move forward, Riker suddenly remembers that it has something to do with the Enterprise. There's no One prompting the, for yeah. this. He just remembers it. He's just he. You know what? He was like... Playing it off like uh, like he wasn't looking for crazy porn, like <laughs> like clothed shower porn. <laughs> He's like, I love it when the women wear the yeah. clothes in the shower, and, it, and like he can't find a bunch of it because it's so crazy. Like, it's true. There's who no porn would of do that. that. It's too crazy. No. Who would do that? Uh, Picard comes to the bridge, and Data figures out all the secrets. Yeah, he says it's uh, water. It's something with carbon, and I don't know. <laughs> the records state that during a planetary breakup, complex water molecules had acquired carbon from the body, creating similar effects of alcohol on the brain amongst I, the crew of the Constitution-class USS Enterprise. Is it supposed to be like a, like a mad cow disease? Because like, that's a thing. <laughs> there wasn't yet, was it? Well, people had mad cow disease because of they would eat other people's brains. There's like uh, tribes who would do that, and like they would get nuts because they would have mad cow disease. It's called like some German name. It's like Hertzfeldsprung syndrome or you know, something. It makes sense that a cannibal disease would have a German name. I'm not saying why that. <laughs> I is. mean, yeah, I mean that and that are a poopy porn name. <laughs> Oh, no. Picard it sends the information to Crusher, and Crusher's like, are you sure this information is correct and like is has all the right like inf- you know data about the medicine and everything? And he says, absolutely. 100%. And Data's like, uh-oh. Captain Picard <laughs> drunk. <laughs> he does a pretty good drunk in this episode. Oh, Picard? Yeah, except for when he goes... <laughs> I don't know if that survived. That's I don't know either. This is like going to be a wild episode to listen to, because people are going to be like, you just talked about that, but I don't remember. So. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Sorry. It's been Sorry. hours. Sorry! Deanna Troy goes back to her quarters, and Tasha's there, and she's like trying on all of Troy's outfits. Yeah. Troy's she, like, what the fuck are you doing? Trashing your fucking home and Yara's like oh i want a new makeover i want a new hairstyle (laughs) you wear such great clothes while you're all out of duty so sexy and she sings i want a new drug (laughs) and she's like what 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 does that do (laughs) huey lewis and then he shows up as a hologram and it's wild god this is a much better episode that you're describing She holds up her gown. She's like, "What do you think?" And Troy, like, is blunt as fuck. It's like, it's not your style. <laughs> yeah, she she's like almost jealous. It's weird. She's like, uh, Tasha, I know that you're like confused. Like, we can head down to sick bay, and she's like, you know what? They'll have what I need down in the ship stores. Bye. Can you imagine, like, like Tasha are going to the uh, hollow or the replicator place where they get the presents for the birthdays? Make and me just, a fuck outfit. And just picking out lingerie. 
<laughs> and there's, there's like a... somebody running the thing, right? Who like knows how to like program in everything. And she's, they're like, "What do you want?" And she like jots down a like a like a porn drawing of herself. And she's like, "That." It's a stick figure with giant boobs and just like <laughs> fucking like, dude. And there's a kid behind her, and he's like, "I just want a teddy bear." <laughs> Wait your turn. I'm buying a fuck outfit. Um. Troy calls Picard narcs immediately that Yar yeah. has the intoxication. And uh, <laughs> Picard is at the end of his fucking rope with Data not knowing human terms. Even though she has the equivalent of a snootful would make me stop and think for a second, even. Yeah, that's pretty old-timey. He, he's like, forget it! That's like, he stomps uh, off. That's like your pop-up saying you're drunk. It's like, what? A snootful. Crusher's trying to get some goddamn work done, and her son is like, look at me, look what I can do. He's like lifting up like a fucking handheld scanner with his tractor beam, and it's like, buddy, like just go pick it up with your hand. <laughs> look what my typewriter can do. <laughs> Crusher's like... Uh, I think you're sick. You, you're like sweating and everything. You need to go to our quarters until it's safe. And Wesley says his first decent joke ever. <laughs> Maybe ever. Maybe, yeah. Uh, he says, he says, sure, I'll head back to our room. But you know, you might be stunting my emotional growth. And then he plods off. Well, I mean, his emotional growth is already stunted because he's a child actor. It's true. That's why he's like he is today. Yeah, he bu- he bought into the whole Wesley Crusher hype, and he was the only one to do it, and it fucked his brain up. I don't know if he's the only one. There are legions of idiots who love. Oh, him, yeah. they think he's the king of the nerds. Yeah, he's yeah. the ner- he's the nerd king. King of the nerds is king me. of the apologetic sex, whatever. <laughs> Offenders. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that about him. Makes sense. Well, isn't he friends with what's his name? And then he's. Uh, oh yeah, know. he was friends with that like host who was yeah. like not he wasn't just like verbally abusive he was like physically abusive to his girlfriend yeah and he was like he look was like, ah, guys, he's my friend so yeah. <laughs> it's cool. it's fine that he beats his girlfriend i felt really bad about bullying him on twitter and then that all happened and i was like god damn it i was right again i was right to bully <laughs> i was right to kick him in the dick um, verbally Picard is like, hey, did you create this fucking test injection yet? And she's like, I haven't done it yet. Get off my back. (laughs) And uh, out in the hallway, Tasha Yar is uh, playing tonsil hockey with some guy. Yeah, some 80s dude. And there's a scant. We get to see a scant. Oh, yeah. There is a scant in the background of this scene. But a lady is wearing the scant. Not a man. I didn't realize that... Uh, Deanna Troy wears the scant in the first two yeah. episodes. Yep. Yep. It's a cool look. <laughs> it's it's a look. It's a look. <laughs> it doesn't work as well as, like, uh, I don't the, know. The TOS uniform is yeah. far more flattering. Way better, yeah. Uh, Data's uploading all the information from the Soilkovsky to the Enterprise, and Picard's like, how long is this going to take? And he's like, oh, it'll take another 41 minutes. He's like, why is it so slow? It's almost like doing this podcast. It'll take 41 extra minutes. <laughs> it's... <what? laughs> you know, you're not wrong. 
Oh man, the saltiest episode ever, right yeah, here. I don't know. We did the two Discovery episodes. I think oh, those are yeah. the saltiest episodes to, ever. We got told to stop. It, they were like, "He's already dead." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Look, this is the most depressing, sad ass podcast I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> and I watched to make a murderer. So, <laughs> is that the one where the guy walks in? Uh, to the bathroom with the mic on and he talks to himself about killing the people i definitely don't know that i forget what that one was that was Um, a good one picard sees the star and we remember that there's a star in this episode it's gonna implode sure yeah i definitely remembered it or explode who knows both who knows data doesn't get pedantic about that no not grammar enough for (laughs) it We learn that the Enterprise can outrun the star's explosion at half impulse. Yeah. So half impulse is... Let's do the math. Uh, Must we? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get all data on your ass in a second. (laughs) You do the math. I I think full impulse is one quarter the speed of light. So 12% the speed of light, which is fucking fast. Yeah, that's fast as fuck. Like, if you're going 10% the speed of light, that's, like, immeasurably fast. Like, nothing we know does like 65? It's, like, over 60. It's, like, over... It's, like, 69. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's super fast. That's the the fuck number. (laughs) Yeah, 420. Back in engineering... Chief Engineer McDougal, everyone's favorite character. Did we talk about McDougal? No. We hadn't talked about her yet. Yeah. Uh, I said that she looks like the type of actress who played very, like, mousy, secretary, like, spunky-type characters in the 70s. Uh Uh-huh. And now she's playing, like, this hardened, older, like, no-nonsense type, and it doesn't quite work exactly because she still has, like, a little, like, pixiness to her. Yeah, she's real short and kind of cutie, you know? But she's like, what the heck's going on here? She's like, what the hell? (laughs) I think our entire conversation about... David no, Lynch. and that was at the beginning. That was at the beginning. I think we did talk about David Lynch, yeah. Yeah, our David Lynch conversation. What the hell? What the hell? You're going to fix the warp drive on a fucking phone? <laughs> uh, so we also meet assistant chief engineer Jim Shimoda. Yeah, we talked a lot about Shimoda, how he's terrible at his job he's he's like a giant baby he's like a baby man <laughs> he is like a baby he's like a like what's his name jonathan winters from morgan mindy <laughs> that's a reference for people jesus christ that's a reference for people now they that was get that. i think that was too old of a reference for me <laughs> i'm telling you i'm old i didn't watch morgan mindy it came out. on. Uh, it came on after a certain period of time on Nick at Night, but yeah. I was not. I was never super interested in it. Now, whenever Nick at Night would come on, I would like be like, "All right, it's time to try to go to sleep." <laughs> oh no, I loved Nick at Night. I just wasn't ever super interested in Mork and Mindy. Man, I'm not trying to watch fucking F Troop. What the fuck is that show about? I don't think that was on Nick. At it Night. was. It was, dude. It, maybe Nick this was before had... your time. Nick at Night started with just, like, I Love Lucy yeah. and uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. Yep. And, and F Troop. Like it. And F Troop. <laughs> fuck Troop. <laughs> that I would watch. How about fuck F Troop, Josh? How about that? 
F double F troop. Okay, double F troop. <laughs> and they could have double F hangers. <laughs> Jesus, is there an F in the bra size? I'm assuming I there imagine. is. Imagine. So uh, Picard, quote unquote, calls for McDougal to come to the bridge, and she's like, "I've I've got to be in charge down here. Damn it, Shimoda, you're in charge." <laughs> and then. After she leaves, like there's a, a beat, and then Picard's like, uh, "Shimoda, head to sick bay." And he's like, "Uh, there's no one here to watch over it." And yeah. then a 14 year old boy shows up. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll watch it for you." <laughs> <laughs> and he twirls his mustache, <laughs> and Shimoda's like, "Okay," and he like, <laughs> "Bye." He's like, "I paid, I paid a 14 year old a pack of cigs to watch the train station for me." <laughs> When a train car is coming, throw the switch this way. And the kid's like, huh? Well, oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you yeah. don't, the train will derail and kill everyone on board. Nah, I yeah. fucking heard you the first time. On one track, Give me it'll my palm kill. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> on one track, it'll kill five people. On this track, it'll kill one person. <laughs> Uh, McDougal comes up to the bridge and she's like, why'd you call me? And Picard's like, I didn't fucking call you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Get the hell out of here, McDougal. You need to be down in engineering so that we can leave the system when this shit blows up. And she's like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, for real. And then there's a ship-wide Picard announcement while Picard stands there listening to it. Yep. That it's me, Picard, for realsies, and I'm turning over <laughs> command of the vessel to acting Captain Wesley Big Dick Crusher, <laughs> King of the Nerds, the <laughs> Titan from Titan. <laughs> it's like a wrestling promo. <laughs> and uh, Wesley comes on and he's like, "Ah, oh, thanks for that, Captain. It's a brave new day for the Enterprise. Ice it, cream party again. Ice same cream thing. party for everything because this is the same fucking episode again. Same show. And we're talking time. about it again. <laughs> and we're talking about it again, again. This is recursive as hell. Is all I'm saying. We're in hell. This is hell. <laughs> okay, everybody." <laughs> Let's get serious. Picard and Mc, orders McDougal and Riker to head back down to engineering and take control away from it from a child. Which should be easy, but he's a super genius child, remember? Yeah, and there's abnormal behavior coming in from all over the ship, except Worf. Because yeah. he's a fucking creepy, weird alien, so he doesn't get the same effects as Man, anybody else. he's just too comfy in that fucking bridge recliner that they got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that lazy boy that they pilot He's from. like asleep is why. Dude. He doesn't get the sickness because he's too busy napping. Yo, if they if I was on the night shift uh, and I was a pilot, I would fall asleep because of the recliner and the fucking soothing oh, like ass the, engine noise. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I'd be like, uh bye, sleepy. <laughs> I'd be out like a light. There's not enough Ractagino in the universe to keep me awake. They don't even know about Ractagino yet. Nah, they're a bunch of fucking basics. Drinking <laughs> pumpkin spice tea or whatever. <laughs> uh, Data's like, yeah, there's an uh, there's a limerick coming in from Shuttle Bay. And Picard's like, what is it? Like, he fucking cares? Yeah. He and needs Picard's to hear like, it. there once was a woman from Venus whose body was shaped like a... He goes, enough! 
All I, right, everybody. I like how he knows that limerick. He does. Everybody knows the lady shaped like a penis limerick. I don't think I've ever heard it, but Picard knows it in the year I wonder 23. If, like, I Google this. <laughs> there Are you a data? Because if a you're a woman from Venus, if you're not a data, you can't Google stuff. There once was a lady from Venus whose body was shaped like a penis. In mm-hmm. numerous places, she found a warm what? Okay, keep reading it. I'm getting horny. <laughs> what does it say? There once was a late. Uh, okay, apparently this isn't a real limerick. It's not. It's, it's it's obviously penis. That's the joke. Yeah, but what's there the rest? There once was a lady it? from Venus whose body was shaped like a penis. Picard was in awe. Twas the biggest he saw when the crew dropped their pants and he'd seen us. That's terrible. That's fucking dog shit. This is the worst. Whoever wrote that limerick sucks. <laughs> Everything. Did Shakespeare do it? Because if Shakespeare did it, Picard would love it. There was a young lady from Venus whose body was shaped like a penis, and a way team was sent to gauge her intent, but the captain said, shoot her, she's seen us. That's even worse than the first one. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> this is the worst episode in <laughs> class. Dude, I don't even know. There once was a woman from Venus whose body was shaped like a penis. She met a gay pair who said with a flare, I imagine she might come between us. <laughs> People are probably like, did the podcast end? Yeah, it should have. <laughs> okay. So, um... Picard calls Tasha Yar, and Tasha Yar is like, "I'm in my busy. I'm busy in my quarters, about ready to get fucked, Jean Luc. Dude, she's do it. She's throwing it out. She's throwing it back to everybody, man. Like she don't give a she's, fuck. She's just walking around presenting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of like you do. Like, I, I don't know if that part made it. I think either. that part made it in where you where you sit at your desk and you stand in with your butt out. I just, yeah, I just present while I do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and that's why your windows are closed. Yeah, makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> Back in engineering, because this episode is quite choppy, just like the first one. Yeah, Wesley, just like the first guy, has cut off everybody from engineering with, and he's got a force field up with this fucking. Uh, <laughs> Dude, do you think that they like read the report of the first Enterprise and and it's they're all like the same shit's happening? How is on? this the same shit? Yeah, like what? Yeah, a dessert course would proceed and follow every meal, and everybody needs to go to the fucking bowling alley. But you can already do that. You can already just you can eat do dessert. whatever you want. Well, he yeah. can't because his mom is on the ship with him. Whatever. Uh, you can eat fucking cereal for dinner. It's got the same shit in it that the steak would. It's all the same bullshit. Shimoda headbutts the force field and he goes, huh. Like butthead. <laughs> Wesley's like explains it and whatever. And Shimoda's like, can I, uh, can I join? I'll, I'll be, uh, you're, Loyal to you, yeah. Captain. And he lets him in, and then everyone's awkwardly holding each other. It's trying to be sexy in the background. Except it's not sexy at it's, all. It's weird. It's just weird. 
This is where the most famous scene in Star Trek history happens. <laughs> Just like, this is the, the sword fight. The, but, this is the sword fight. But Data uses his dick. Data uses his lower sword. Oh, that's what? Oh my god. Data goes to Tasha Yar's quarters, and she's wearing her fuck dress that she got specifically made at the tailors downstairs. She bought it at the Hawaii Honolulu airport <laughs> before she went to the beach. Data's like, we need to get the sick bay. Like, you need to get your uniform back on. And she's like, no, but I took it off just for you. Yeah. And, and then his, then you just hear Robo Dick activating. <laughs> <laughs> We did that last time around, and it was still funny this time. So. It was still good. It's still good, yeah. Yeah. It was like a fucking uh, forklift, man. <laughs> but then some, like, absolute, like, some boner killer occurs. Some, like, awkward-ass dialogue where she she talks about how she ran from rape gangs until yeah. she was 15 and escaped the rape planet. <laughs> yeah, and then she like, starts asking Data if he, how functional he is. Yeah. Like, if I was Data, I'd be like, I was a lot more functional before that story. Yeah, I'd be like, maybe we should like go take this a little slower because you just mentioned <laughs> about like this um, uh, like incredible emotional and sexual trauma you just experienced. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> we should go talk to Troy about yeah. this. Maybe sex isn't the answer this one time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, how functional are you? Oh, I'm fully functional. Yeah. I'm programmed in many techniques, a wide variety of pleasuring. And then he takes his shirt off and he runs out into the hallway and starts thrusting his boner at these two random guys. <laughs> and he says, Ungod, cowards! I hope you draw that. I hope that's, that's the... That's definitely not going to be the yo, for this episode. You know what you should do? You should just use the last one we did, you did, and just mm-hmm. put Data's face over. <laughs> and then just, like, change our uniforms. Like, just copy, like, like really duct tape funny. it on there. That would be funny. Um, That would save me so much time, yeah, too. Yeah, do Holy that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that this part of the episode got lost because I I realized that Doctor Noonien Sung has fucked Data. And yeah, we talked. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about him fucking Data. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was a bad realization. The whole scene is just icky. <laughs> yeah, he they fucked. The door closes and that's it. And then the episode's over, right? <laughs> now there's like a full forty one minutes of her riding him as hard as oh, possible. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, and what he's just I- sitting there like, because mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't robot. Doesn't care. <laughs> oh, I think I said he comes tapioca pudding. Yeah, you did mention that because <laughs> he's in every way he's functional. He's functional just like us. He comes tapioca pudding. Yeah. I mean, have you ever tried it? <laughs> I can only imagine that there's going to be some sort of a pudding commercial. Oh, maybe. I mean, now we'll is. be right back after these <laughs> messages. What brings you two into my office? I looked up and my gel pudding was gone. And I know he took it. Jeremy, look at me. Look at that smile. That is pudding faced. You took my pudding. The evidence is hard to dispute. You look really sorry. I'm gonna let this go. 
That's unfair. Get your pudding face on with oh so cool and irresistible Jello pudding. Welcome back, everybody. You know, the funniest part is this episode isn't very good, but we're still talking about it. Man, I hope next week we do another Star Trek episode that's a copy of this one. Oh, my God. That would be great. I don't think we do, thankfully. And then, like, my computer will crash and lose the thing, and then we'll have to do it a fourth time. Anyway, Riker and McDougal are working in in uh, engineering to try and get Wesley's stupid tractor beam down, but they can't do it. And McDougal's well, they like, just "Beam it out! Beam the tractor beam thing out of the engineering." And uh, McDougal's like, "I got a plan." And Riker's like, "Cool, work on it." And uh, then Troy comes in and she's like, "Riker, what that dick do?" Yeah, she like flashes like one puss lip. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it on Beta Zoid. They're fully naked on Beta Beta yeah, Zed. But that's the they gotta they they like take a leaf like a Eve, Adam and Eve, and they just flash <laughs> just just one puss lip. Or one ball. Yeah, or one nad. So she's feeling all the emotions that everyone's feeling. Like everybody on the ship has the horn hard. <laughs> and she's feeling it in her beta brain. <laughs> In her beta cuck brain, and she <laughs> and she wants Riker to have sex real hard. She wants. She's yeah. like, wouldn't you rather spend time alone with me than go to sick bay? And he's like, stay down. <laughs> stay down. <laughs> uh, finally, back at sick bay, Crusher figures out uh, the antidote to combat the intoxication, and she but gives it to Jordan. She's horny though, right? She's horny for Picard. We even talk about that. Is, did they? Cut that part out? Oh. Did they cut it out? It happens. She's horny as hell for Picard. Uh, that hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet? Oh, no. for God. How much do we have left? She she gets the hyper... She makes the antidote based on the database. Oh, the it doesn't work. One. It doesn't work. That's right. Because he's still crying about not being able to see a rainbow or a sunset. Yeah, and it's he's fucking depressing. Yeah, it's like killing the vibe of this sweet party. Uh, Dr. Crusher cannot figure this out. So when Riker gets there, she's like sad. She's like, I can't do it. Yeah. It mutated or something. And Riker's like, damn it, woman! <laughs> figure it out! People's lives are in the balance! <laughs> and she's like, did you bring Troy here? You touched her? Oh my oh. god, then you touched me, you dumb fuck! <laughs> We've all been infected now! And Riker's like, oh, oh, guess I'll go back to engineering. <laughs> Dr. Crusher is like, oh my yeah. god. And she's like, wait, they have to quarantine you. And he's like, I don't give a shit about that. I'm like, going back. You don't back. give a damn, you don't give, a, don't fuck. give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that place, it's crazy. It's a real party now. Uh, back on the bridge, Picard is like trying to talk Wesley down, and Wesley's like, "Just give me orders, and I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> and Worf's like, uh, "The star's about to blow up, Captain. Or any people want to get your shit together? Now's probably yeah. the time to do it." <laughs> I'm sitting here, but I can't fly because like uh, the engines are off. Oh yeah, they're just off, man. I don't just know like what to the tell first you. one, just like the first episode of this. I've been jiggling the keys; it's not doing anything. Yeah, they don't even have buttons. They're just like a, it's like an iPad over here. 
Picard's like, look, Wesley, you're you're under the effects of this thing. And Wesley's like, oh, so I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with the if you get control of the Enterprise back, Picard? And Picard's like, oh, this is... A normal Picard would be like, oh, this is some rabbit season, duck season shit. But this yeah. Picard gets his beak blown around the side of his head. Yeah, it spins around. And he just says, oh, I would tow this, this little Koski away. And he's like, got it, Captain! I'll do that! Yes. And then turns yep. off the screen and fucking... And Worf's like, <sighs> star is collapsing. <laughs> Worf's like, I'm supposed to die a warrior's death. This is this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> I fucking hate kids. And uh, uh back I in never have Wesley's one of my own. <laughs> what? <laughs> Worf says, I hope I never have one of my own who gets saddled to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know which star I'll throw him into. <laughs> uh, Wesley's trying to get the tractor beam to work to ch- tow the Soilkowski, but uh, ever- somehow all the command chips have been taken out and thrown on the ground like confetti. Like a child did it and was playing a Django with them. Like a giant child. <laughs> yeah, like a baby with a mustache and a bald head. Uh, Dr. Crusher's still trying to find that new formula. She wipes her forehead, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm getting intoxicated. I really, really want to fuck the captain. Yeah, she calls the captain, and she's like, "I'm you come here. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it, big boy. Yeah, doesn't let's, she go up to the bridge? Let's do it, big boy. Big That's what boy. she's saying. <laughs> she's like the, the landlady from Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was her name? Uh, I think it might be Bev. Bev. Bev yeah, Bighead. Yeah, ba- Miss Bighead. Let me. If it's actually Bev, that's quite a coincidence. That would be weird. It might. It be. is. It oh is my Bev God. Bighead. Everything is connected. Everything is. Is that the uh, <laughs> Pure Moods version? Yeah. It's the, the only one I know, baby. <laughs> Fall asleep to X Files. The uh, Wesley gets the tractor beam on the Solkowski, but they're just sitting there. Yeah, and Picard's trying to call Wesley, but he won't answer. And then Data walks in, doing a big drunk stagger. Yeah, Data's uh, drunk. I guess he's like, cause... "How did you get drunk?" And he's like, "Because reasons." Because <laughs> I'm like. I'm like you. I'm like you, but a robot. So I got drunk. And Worf's like, this is bullshit. This show is going nowhere. If I was security officer, it would be a much better show. I would have shot lasers by now. If Riker had a beard? Oh my God. Can you imagine? Uh, Dr. Crusher comes up. and She's like, Picard, I need you in the ready room right now on a personal matter. It's urgent. Get ready, room. And uh, Picard comes in, and Crusher's got a big old smile on her face. She's like, uh, Captain, I'm having trouble controlling my emotions. I'm feeling extreme attraction to you. Yeah, and she's, like, taking her suit off, and Picard is harumphing. <laughs> He's... <laughs> <laughs> dude, go back and watch... I Dude, I rewound it, and go back and watch it, and... He doesn't even like move his face, or no. it's like the it's like it, it's in like after the fact. It almost feels like it's like ADR'd in. He it's 
a secret technique that only Picard knows to keep your boner <laughs> from showing through your lycra uniform. <laughs> it doesn't work though. It keeps your it makes your boner go back inside when you do the concave bone is what they call it. Um, but like she's like taking the top her top off. And she's like, "You owe me the touch of a man." <laughs> And Picard's like, please, Doctor, not now. He's like, oh, no, Doctor. He's like getting pissed off. And she leaves. As she's walking away, she he like turns and he waves back at her like all awkwardly. And she waves and smiles at him and leaves. And Worf's act- like, uh, it Worf's like is like Worf to Riker. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Picard has definitely been infected. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is Dude, super funny to me. That is, it's really funny. They act like getting drunk is like ecstasy. Like it's like they're on yeah. E or Molly they're or something. They're fully like, on Molly in this yeah, episode. They talk about it being like intoxication times 10 or something. Oh, they, yeah, all right, I guess. But if My it was intoxication God. times 10, I'd just fucking fall asleep. This is going to be the longest episode of our show ever. It feels no, like. let's, let's just. I think we're not even at the halfway fucking. No, we're, at, we're done. We're done soon. <laughs> Uh, the the <laughs> fucking planet's gonna explode. The white dwarf is gonna explode. Sorry, the I forgot ju- which episode I was talking about. Giant. <laughs> the red Jolly giant red explodes, giant. implodes into a white dwarf, and it yeah. uh, fires fragments off because that's what <laughs> happens. Sure. And they're like, "Oh my god, we're gonna fucking die!" Right? And yeah, it's because it's coming right at them. Which like. Can we talk about, like, the odds of that? Oh, yeah. Well, they they do a lot of, like, the odds of this happening are astronomical in reality, but actually it happens all the time in Star Trek. Yeah, like, it would be like me taking a gun and shooting it into the air and hitting a bird in Toronto. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's, like, insane. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane how... how unlucky they are uh, somehow picard has got full he's got dumb brain disease and Riker doesn't even though he got it he seems to have had it longer i don't know i, I always picard had it longer i thought because Riker's used to being horny that he can That's think through the horny you know he can also think. like a real hot redhead hadn't just thrown herself at him yeah, two seconds re- ago <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do it. I mean, I would have thrown down. Yeah, I would have thrown bone. I'd well. have been like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Literally. Literally. Know. Literally. Uh, Riker calls engineering. They uh, ignore it down there. McDougal finally shorts out the power field. She has this real like mom look when she yeah. comes in. Like, you dumb fuckers. <laughs> she takes her sweet time getting in there, though. Yeah, these are command chips, not Toys. She holds them up. Yeah. She's like the mom from Goonies when she's like, what is this mess? It's just potato <laughs> chips on the thing. Riker's like, we need power back. And she's like, all of the chips have been removed. I don't know what you want us to fucking do. Yeah. It would take two hours on a good time. Yeah. And Worf's like, uh, four, 14 minutes until the, colla- the ship hits the thing. Just so you know. <laughs> Wesley's but, like yeah, well, Data Wesley, can do it because he's a robot man. I like how nobody thinks about this except for this idiot child who's also drunked up. 
But he's a genius, though. So he's smarter than everybody. He's the smartest yeah. boy. Why don't we use the robot to do fast stuff? Oh my God! Only a child could think of such brilliant things. So Data goes down there and he puts the isolinear chips in, and he's doing it really fast. And Riker's like, "Can you finish in time?" And Data's like, "I will need slightly more time than we have left." Yeah, which is dumb. Riker's like, "Oh." It's so hot in here because it's the same episode as last time. (laughs) Weird, weird dialogue. Picard uh, skips into sickbay down into Crusher's office. Crusher's (laughs) like, oh, welcome Jean-Luc. And he's like, you will address me as Captain. And then then they're flirting. She's like, well, then you should address me as chief medical officer or or doctor. doctor. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I'm the one who did it wrong first. I called you Beverly. And then you, ah, I get how talking is. (laughs) Weren't we supposed to fuck? (laughs) And she's like, I was supposed to do something, though. (laughs) He's like, oh, the hypospray. Yeah. And then she just uses it on Jordy. Well, first off, Data's still doing them chips, and Wesley's like, look at my typewriter with a light on it. <laughs> Dude, he loves that thing. And he's explaining it to Riker like a fucking, like you'd explain something to a child, and Riker's just like rubbing his forehead like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, he, <laughs> he hates it. He hates it that he's his guardian. And it keeps, it, he like looks at the screen with the, the like golden rock flying at them and then looks back at the th- typewriter and looks at the screen, looks at the typewriter, <laughs> looks at the screen, looks at the typewriter. <laughs> and then Wesley's like, if this was way more powerful, what could it do? Oh my at the God. screen, at the typewriter. At the screen. <laughs> it's like, good God. Oh my God. Uh, Jordy is like, oh, my head is clearing. The new vaccine is working. So Crusher injects everybody that she can. He's like, thank God there's those nanobots in it. <laughs> uh, and they go and they in- inoculate. I almost said ejaculate. But they That's inoculate fine. everybody. And they use the tractor beam. They turn it into a repulsor beam. Yeah, they pushy-push, which I think tractor beams can do yes. anyway. So, okay, but anyway. But they, they push just, the rock away, and it gives them enough time to fill out the chips, and then they take off, and the big gold rock lumbers into the screen after they're gone. Yeah, and then it probably, in like a million years, kills like a lot of people. Oh, yeah, it extincts an entire race, easy. It's definitely going to kill the dinosaurs of somewhere. Back on the bridge, everybody's been inoculated, and um, they're like, you should give Wesley a fair mention, and I was just yeah. like, what? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> he took like, over engineering! Yeah, fuck him, yeah. The senior staff is all back, and like... <sighs> I, I really hate this part where, like, Tasha's like, it yeah, never happened. It's really stupid. It's, it's lame. It's so 1980s, like, kids, like, teen yeah. TV shit. Yeah, this is like 90210 as fuck. It's yeah, like, it who never cares? happened. Don't tell it, anybody. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, whatever. And then they She's leave. Dead and soon. that's the fucking end of the episode. Oh my god, it's been like four hours. <laughs> it is. We start recording at noon. It is 3.15 in the fucking afternoon. We're terrible at pretty much everything. Like, we're awful. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> the John Larroquette fun fact of the week is, and I mentioned it at the top of the show, DC Fontana asked for her name to be removed after the episode was heavily rewritten by Gene. I'm probably going to die soon and my mind is going Roddenberry. <laughs> he makes it another, like, eight years, seven years. Something like that. I think he... Didn't he die during the third season? Um... Did he? Uh, Maybe I was... I thought he died in, like, 94. I don't remember. I don't know. You might be right. I I might... I'm totally... He died in 1991. You got it. That's, like, the third or fourth season. Um... So DC Fontana was extremely unhappy with the way this episode was rewritten. Man, I would be unhappy that it was even written. <laughs> uh, she said, uh, no matter how good a script appeared to be, it would be rewritten by Gene Roddenberry. If possible, scenes of sexual content would be inserted into the script. When two such scenes were put into the Naked Now, in addition to other scenes which I felt debased the female characters in the series, I put my sentiments into a frankly worded memo of comment on the script. My comments were ignored. Wow, Gene. In the episode uh, writing credits, she is J. Michael Bingham. J. Michael Bingham. (laughs) From the Connecticut Binghams. The Connecticut Binghams. That's a very Homer. It I was. don't know. All right, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so we we don't have time to take another break before we do this. So let's go let's, ahead and yeah. get directly into the ranking this episode. What do you, what type of a score are you giving this one, Josh? I mean, I like this one better than the TOS one, but only barely. Mm-hmm. And then and then so I was going to give it a 6, but then I remembered it's TNG and the curve would indicate that it should be lower. I gave the the TOS episode a 5. I'll give this a 5 too. I give this episode the exact same score. As the naked time. Whatever I gave it, it's I the same I think it was five. Show. I think we both gave it five. <laughs> I'm going to give it a five one. again because it's the same episode in every way. <laughs> Except yeah. it's hornier. That's it. Why didn't Wesley just play this drunk character the whole time? It would have been way better. That's true. That would have been way better. Instead, he's like this mewling, mealy mouth baby. And it's like, ugh. He's like... A nerd in the worst sense of the term, right? Like, like I don't normally want to shove people into lockers. No, me neither. Or give them a swirly. This all this often makes me wonder. This where this episode makes me wonder. The ending, especially. Data talks about having a special relationship with Tasha Yar. Yeah, when did that happen? Does he misunderstand the sexual encounter they have to be like a romantic one? Is that what we're getting at? Because that tarnishes that very hard. Do, do they have a conversation about it on or off screen at some point that is referenced? I, I don't know. I, I, don't I know agree, either. though. I, I don't know why. I, I get the feeling like he he feels a connection to her because he experienced something human with her. But I, she seems to hate it. So yeah, I don't she's know very why. much not a fan of it. Which is... Uh, whatever, man. Like, I... 
I don't know. I think they were trying to make her seem tough, but she just comes off as seeming like petty and weak. Which is probably why uh, DC Fontana like hated it, right? Oh yeah. It's... Well, that's the thing about this episode is like it really is a shit show for all the female characters on the show. They're just They're, like yeah. throwing themselves at the male characters. Yeah. Then the men have to be like in charge, right? And it's yeah, like they uh... control their libidos, and the women are like controlled by them because yeah. they're weak women, right? Right. Right, which is, I think we talked about this earlier, this is the exact opposite of how it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's horse shit. Like, it's I understand dumb. why DC Fontana wanted her name off of this episode. Yeah, J. Michael Bingham got replaced anyway, because J. Michael Bingham's a sexist. <laughs> like, if I was, I don't know, man, I'm sitting here thinking maybe the curve of TNG means this is a four. It might be. Know. I can go four and a half. I, I can think do I'm going to go four for this yeah. one. Because there are parts of this episode that are uh, stupid and are funny by accident. And yeah. the parts that are funny are not funny. The best part is when Data goes in the hallway and shoves his dick at those two dudes. Yeah. That's the best part. Ungod! <laughs> yeah, he says something about Richelieu. <laughs> uh, Cardinal Richelieu? And he's... So it's like, I'll appreciate you. <laughs> it's not very good, but J. Michael Bingham's terrible, so. <laughs> Just blame all the bad yeah. writing and all of our bad jokes on J. Michael Bingham. J. Michael Mill. Bingham wrote that joke, and it's terrible. It did not land. It didn't land at all. We no. shouldn't have hired J. Michael Bingham for J. our Michael podcast. J. Michael Bingham, get fucked, buddy. Writes all of our jokes for us. <laughs> That's something uh, I found out the other day is that sometimes uh, whenever professional comedians do um, like podcasts and stuff, yeah. they'll write jokes ahead of time yeah. to like insert into the normal conversation of the podcast, like, it's no like matter a, what the show is about. It's like a talk show, right? They do that on talk shows. Which is wild. Like how, People put a lot more effort into podcasting than we do, is what I like. <laughs> I mean, why not, why write them when you can just think of really fucking funny ones like I just did? Yeah. That was good. Cool. I mean, J. Michael Bingham did. J. Michael Bingham did. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> nah, I feel like our show is pretty good for uh, for what it is. I mean, this one wasn't, but... <laughs> no, this is a bad one. <laughs> this one's terrible. But uh, I would give this that. episode four out of ten. I, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's like... That's a generous... <laughs> Great. Um, hopefully there's some humor to be found in the train wreck for everyone, and you all enjoyed. Uh, I feel like no matter what we did, this episode was going to be off the rails very heavily, because uh, when we tend to get bored talking about a topic, we just go yeah. in every other direction except forward. Yeah, it it doesn't, it, you know, obviously this episode being exactly the same as the last one we watched is, like, really... I was shocked. I was like, I... Oh, yeah. I, I'd forgotten how close yeah. it is. It's, like, almost one-to-one. It's really stupid. <laughs> I would... If you want a genuine episode of M-Class Podcast about the Naked Now, <laughs> go ahead and turn on The Naked Time and it's listen to that. the same ones. Same episode. Same goddamn thing. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in today and made our show what it is and for giving us the chance to produce sub-quality content <laughs> once in a blue moon and not judging us harshly because of it. 
if you'd like to support us in our better podcasting, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, and an amazing Discord full of cool folks that you can hang out with. And at higher uh, donations, you get um, new podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, where we talk about uh, where we tangent but for a whole podcast. Oh, yeah. you the get... whole podcast is about ca- tapioca cum. <laughs> we could do that. We could pull that off. Yeah, we could. Um, Literally. All right. We could pull that off right at you, folks. Pull it out. What? The... Uh... <laughs> Uh, you get access to Jeff and Josh talk over movies. We're about to uh, settle a time and date to do The Mummy at some point soon. Whenever, the Mummy! Whenever we have reliable equipment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So definitely head to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. I'd definitely like to give a big thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our opening theme song. Uh, Vitizen has a new project out with a friend of his called Dream Pass. They just put out a new album that is incredible. I'm a big fan of it. So go check that out. Dream Pass. All Hell one word, yeah. capitals. And of Hell course, yeah. Vitizen's album Valiant Hearts is available wherever better music is sold or streamed. It's a banger. All bangers. All thriller. No filler. That's right. And uh, if you want to um, support the show but you ain't got no money, then you can follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast or you can shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com so you can be a part of our other show. You can also rate and review us on anything that you listen to us on. Spotify. iTunes. Spotify. Russian bot sites. Have you, I mean, have you Googled M Class Podcast? We are on so many sketchy ass fucking streaming. How sites. is that a thing? What's they just, going on? They take whatever content goes through iTunes and just put it through their shit. Man. Russia's that's, wild. That's, that's why every time I put like where you can find the podcast, it's always iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, creepy Russian bot site. That's I didn't know that. I don't like that. Don't use those. No. Use iTunes to Spotify and give us a rating. Whatever you feel like, and uh, maybe we'll read it on the show if we have any. I'm fairly certain we don't have any new ones. Ah, fuck. Well, let's get some new ones, people. (laughs) Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Reviews. Tell your dad. Your dad loves Star Trek. I know that. Everybody's pop-pop loves Star Trek. Yeah. Can I look at the reviews? Will it let me? Good luck. Good luck with all that. I'm not touching anything. I'm not touching a damn thing. Oh, no. Um, I'm just going to sit here and wait. (laughs) This is from January 26th. Maybe we've already read this one. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Perfect for a chill time. I'd listen to this for probably six months to a year before even watching a single episode of Star Trek. It's just a super casual chat between two great friends where they walk you through an episode with more tangents than the Mississippi River. Five stars. <laughs> That's great. I don't think we read that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I, I think that's I think that's it. I can't get any more because it's trying to make me download iTunes. Yeah, um, you don't have the, the today's version of iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in a week's time with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm so horny. <laughs> oh, no, it's so hot in here for my dick. Oh, no.
Now my dick is coming tapioca. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> trick, 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 trick with your boy.